I art directed a lot of photo shoots for feature stories, you know, so I'm going in these incredible houses. I mean, Jamie Drake designed, you know, Mario Boada, like Bunny Williams, Charlotte Moss, like all of the best, the highest end ever. And then I get to go in these houses and rearrange their furniture and photograph them for the magazines. And it was just, I just fell in love with it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pretty Powerful with Jenny Sue Makeup. I'm so glad you're tuned in. And for those of you new here, my name is Jennifer Duval, and I am a wife, mom to three, professional makeup artist with over 15 years' experience, and the creator of the lighthearted beauty blog, JennySueMakeup.com. Now, I know it's been a minute since my last episode, but if I'm being real with you, the podcast took a bit of a hiatus just because life, work, kids have just taken over the past month, and I just couldn't do it all. Shocker, right? I'm sure some or all of you have at some point felt the same way and you get it. But I'm back and with a super fun and energetic episode where I sat down with talented decorator and a friend I've known since kindergarten, Alexa from the design firm Alexis Stevenson Interior Decoration. Question. Do you struggle with how to decorate your home? Well, if you're anything like me, you definitely do. Now, I have no problem nailing what colors to paint on my face and the faces of my clients, but ask me what color to paint my bedroom walls and I haven't got a clue. We live and work in our homes, and so it's literally the most important place to feel comfortable and at home, and that usually has something to do with how you decorate it. And some of us need major professional help with how to pull this off, and that's where Alexa and her business fit right in. Alexa was a journalism major from the University of Georgia, but then moved to New York City where she lived for over 13 years, working as an editor for the Shelter Magazine Group and many luxury brands. It took her having her first child in the city that prompted her and her husband to make the move down south and ultimately start her own design business that is now 10 years old. We discuss what it's like parenting while working and running a small business from home, what made her drop out of the prestigious New York School of Interior Design after only one semester, and what she thinks we should all splurge and save on in our own homes. Enjoy this lively and design-heavy conversation with Alexa. And you look so cute. Look at us in our bright colors. Yes. You know, I wore hot. I literally wore hot pink for you because I know how much you like oh, color. I'm so happy, and it looks so good on you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I will say, I was a little. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little intimidated, like you coming over here. Why? So, well, I mean, the fact that we've been friends for a while. And I've lived in this house two years, and you've never come over before. Well, and you're an interior decorator. Kind of sad that I haven't come over. I know, right? It makes me feel really bad. And I've seen your husband and like Will ninety comes times, over like twice a week. <laughs> I know you're, and your husband literally doesn't care what my house looks like. No, he doesn't. Even, he couldn't even tell me what it looked like. And hey. like he would just be like, I don't know. It's when he goes in the basement, which is depressing. I mean, it's okay, but oh, he records they film in the basement. They film in the basement, and the it basement. is yeah, and that is like boy central. I mean, it's got a pop a shot. Yeah. I mean, I've asked him before, you know, questions about interior design. He's like, Jennifer, he's like, I don't even pay attention to our own house. I literally painted one of our rooms. It was yellow. I painted it blue when he was out of town and he didn't notice. You painted an entire room? Yeah. A totally different color. (laughs) And, And I was like, what's new about the room? And he was like, He's like, uh-oh. <laughs> did he even have an answer for no. it? No. Oh, my God. I cannot believe you painted an entire color. I mean, that's a man for you. It's, it's good. I mean, it's because then I can do more stuff. Well, as that say, so he doesn't ever, like, tell you, like, has he ever told you, you know what, Alexa, I don't think I like that piece of furniture. No. Never. Never. Okay. No. Well, that's good. So you have free reign to do whatever yeah, you want and to. Yeah, and his office, he can do whatever he wants. And it's a disaster, and it's disgusting, and... <laughs> Well, that's like the basement. Yeah. It's just he can do whatever he wants. I know. Scott's walls, and if I have time, I'll take you down there. Scott literally has no wall space because he has hung so much stuff. And he hangs it all himself. Yeah. Like, he has a gallery wall on every wall, basically. That is really funny. Yeah. And I do let the boys put posters up in their room. Oh, we have, like, wrestlers in the boys' room. Yeah, just because it's like, what can you do? I know. You have I mean, to. I know. I can't. Their boys. You can't control everything. Yes. Um, okay, so thank you for coming over this morning. So for this podcast, I know it has been forever since I've done one. It has been quite a few weeks. So I'm very excited to have Alexa Stevenson on my podcast today. And Alexa is a... Do you like to be called an interior designer or a decorator? I, mean, I, call, I call myself both. I've always preferred decorator because I'm kind of old school. Okay. But I know there's like a thing these days, like designer versus decorator. Uh-huh. I think we're kind of one of the same. One of the same. But I, okay. I, I like decorator. 
Okay, you'll you'll go I, by either, really. Yes. But you prefer decorator. Okay. So you own the design firm Alexis Stevenson Interior Decoration. Yes. That's your official that name. That is my official name. Okay. And fun fact, I did Alexis makeup for her headshots for her website. So if you go to her website, you will see her beautiful face. And I did her makeup for that. <laughs> yes, that was very fun day. It was very fun day. And our friend Abby of Dylan Blue Photography took the photographs. And I, I do think they're beautiful. And they do represent you very well. Because you look so happy. Well, some people will say, oh my gosh, you look so much shorter than you do in that picture. And I'm like, I'm sitting down. <laughs> and then, so one of my clients was like, I thought you were going to be like six feet tall. Which wow. I'm not. I am five foot three tall. Yeah, you're a little pint size. So, that's hilarious. I, know. I was like, that's so weird. You're like, is that a disappointment? I know. Sorry. Do you wish I was taller? Yeah. Would that make me a better decorator? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so Alexa, um, before we get into all my mini questions, because I literally have four pages of questions. Uh, um, because, you know, all right, so this is the thing. When you have a friend that has a skill that you really like, but you don't have that skill, everyone thinks because I'm a makeup artist and I deal with color and faces and basically face painting that I should be able to decorate my own home. And I can't. It's it's a very like scary source of inspiration for me. I like the idea well, of home decorating. They're two totally different things. Well, I, I totally agree. And that's why I don't understand why people think that I should have the knack to decorate. I do not. It is very scary. I enjoy the idea of it. But I have so many questions. I'm on Pinterest all the time, and that is pro- next to recipes. Pinterest is where I get all my design like ideas. And Pinterest is part of the problem. Uh oh, <laughs> tell me why. Pinterest, and I love Pinterest. I use Pinterest all the time. But say you're doing a new kitchen, uh-huh. so someone will come to me with their Pinterest page, and they're like, "I want everything. I want all of this," and it's you know, four hundred pins that don't even have any coherent theme and I'm like we can't literally do every single thing in here your kitchen will look crazy town (laughs) so then I think people just get so overwhelmed with decision making because Pinterest gives us I mean we can see so much that we've never been able to see before well maybe that's why I can't ever make a decision with my house because I'm so overwhelmed and you can't do every trick in the book Mm -hmm. when you're decorating you have to choose like one or two or Mm. else it will just look insane Ooh, this, yeah. See, this is where so we're going to dive into things. Yeah, Pinterest. Well, I have like a love-hate with Pinterest and Instagram. Of course, I love them, and I use them. I'm a visual person. I use them all the time. But then people will be like, I saw this on Instagram. And I'm like, well, this would look terrible in your house. Right. Well, you I can't do this. Well, see, that's the same thing. I'm, I'm totally with you, um, love-hate relationship, because people will show me pictures of faces, and they're like, well, I want to look like her. And I'm like, first of all, I think she's been Photoshopped. You can't, yes. you can't see her pores. Yes. And even if she's 18, she has pores, and that girl has no pores. So that's a problem. I can't give you... It's not realistic. It's not realistic. Yeah. Yes. So I, to, I totally get where you're coming from. Okay. So go ahead and give us, you know, the listeners, a really short background, and I know this is a lot, a little background of where you're from, where you've lived, maybe college, education, um, and your family life, and where you are now. So just kind of like wrap it up in a little bow. Okay. So start where you're from. So I'm from Columbus, where... Jennifer's also from, and then I went to the University of Georgia. I majored in journalism, actually. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yes, because I always wanted to be a magazine editor, which I was for a while. And so after college, I bounced around a little bit, Spain, and then I lived in Charlotte, which was terrible, and then lived in New York City for 12 years, where I did in fact work for magazines and it was so much fun and I worked for shelter magazines some really high-end shelter magazines in Connecticut Palm Beach and the Hamptons so I got to work with all kinds of fancy fancy designers and it was truly the most fun I made no money but you know people would be sending me like Baccarat crystal and Lalique candles just because I worked for this, you know, these high end magazines. So it was super fun. That is super. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Yes. That, I mean, working in that industry that people would send you like because they want to, well, they want to be in the magazine. People will do anything to be in a magazine, right? Gotcha. No, I, okay. So there I did a lot of photo shoots. Um, I I art directed a lot of photo shoots for feature stories, you know, so I'm going in these incredible houses. I mean, Jamie Drake designed, you know, Mario Boada, like Bunny Williams, Charlotte Moss, like all of the best because I'm doing the highest end ever. And then I get to go in these houses and rearrange their furniture and photograph them for the magazines. And it was just, I just fell in love with it. 
So did you actually write for these magazines? I did everything for them. Oh, you did? So okay. I wrote, I edited, I was a market editor, which basically means I'm seeing all the new product and seeing what goes in the magazine. Okay. Hence, the free stuff. And also, I would like to say this was all before the economy crashed. After the economy crashed, there was no more free stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, <laughs> you're like, I got out just in time. Yes. <laughs> so, so nobody else gets free stuff anymore. It was super fun. And then I, I don't know, I just kind of like something switched in me. I was kind of ready to get out of magazines. And I decided I was just going to be, well, actually, that's not true. What happened was I was styling this room for a photo shoot and then, the mom was home, the wife was home, and she said, oh, my, you know, my son's coming home from college. I just want to read it. Can you offer some suggestions on how I can do his room? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was just a very small little project that I was kind of just, like, doing as a favor. And I was like, you know what, I could, I could probably do this. I know the market. I know how it works. So maybe I will try to do this. So I ended up leaving the magazine and working for William Yoward, who is a British designer. Okay. And I did his, I worked for his crystal line so kind of he licensed it's a very fancy crystal i know i don't even know that name it's, it's probably so fancy it's you know uh vases and drinking glasses and okay i know waterford oh <laughs> it's better than waterford <laughs> i'm gonna have to go look it up after this um see see something i can't afford and that was just a real eye opener of just working with him and licensing and wholesale and retail and all of that kind of stuff and then and then I enrolled at the New York School of Interior Design, and then I dropped out of the New York School of Interior Design. Why did you drop out? I had a couple clients already, and I was working with them. Uh-huh. And these classes, they were, they were fine. I mean, I just didn't feel like I was—I'm sure if I would have learned a lot if I'd kept going. But the woman in my fabrics class, there was this woman next to me who was like— what is chintz? And I was like, you don't know what chintz is? Why are you even here? Like, what am I doing here? The school is really expensive, and you don't know what chintz is. I just, so I I dropped out of school. (laughs) How long before you met this woman that didn't know what chintz is that you dropped out? Like, how long were you in school for there? I did one semester. You did one semester. (laughs) Okay. Also, one of my professors told me never to paint a ceiling uh, anything other than white. What? Which was just insane, considering... Even I know that like, that's not I, a thing. I like to wallpaper ceilings. I mean... Yes. Oh, so my I just gosh. It just wasn't I feel like you. I was getting the, the bang for my buck. I gotcha. Okay. Um, it's not a very good lesson. Now, I... <laughs> no, but it's real life. I think you went with your gut, which I think is, like, a great lesson for anybody that becomes, like, their own boss. Yes. I think you went with your gut. I think it's great. If someone doesn't know what chintz is and they don't paint ceilings, then th- that school's not for you. Um, that's what I thought. So I do know this about you. Um... Obviously, I knew went to Georgia. We grew up in the same hometown. I knew you lived in New York. I did not know you lived those other places. But I do know that you met your husband in New York. So quick synopsis of how you met him, where you met him, and then um, how did y'all get to Athens? Like, what what was the turning point that made you move here? Because New York sounds like the best place well, for your New career. York was amazing, and it. But once you have a kid, it's not it's it's not so much fun anymore. So it's the kid, it's aspect. the kid thing, and okay. I, you know the school thing and. It's just, it's impossible, which would be a whole nother, probably, podcast for you. Yeah, we can come um, back to that later. But no, I met Will. We had mutual friends. We'd actually been to the same parties before. Like, there's pictures of us at the same party before we even knew each other. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I we met at an engagement party. Okay. And the rest is history. So, I once we had a, a kid, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is so hard. It's just so... Mm-hmm difficult having a child in New York City. So you did have William in New York. We, William was born in Manhattan. Okay. And, okay, when he was, like, in the newborn stage, you know, when you're all emotional and you're crying all the time, I was like, we have to move. Like, because also I lived in a fourth floor walk-up, so I, I couldn't figure out how to get my baby and my groceries up the stairs. Because, oh. you know, and I was a first-time mom, so I was yeah. too scared to, like, leave the baby at the bottom of some stairs. There was no elevator? No, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. So you're literally taking those carriers in your groceries, like walking them up steps? Yeah, four sounds, flights. That sounds awful. Yes. Every day. So I was like, we have to move. <laughs> and so I kind of like, then 
did this campaign to will like why we should move to Athens, Georgia. I was just in an emotional state. Uh-huh. Anyway, we did not end up moving then. And then about a year later, he just came home and said, "Hey, do you want to move to Athens? We can do it now." So had he like, visited here? No. Oh, he hadn't. No. No, he just went with the your night word. that we saw you and had a drink with you at five and ten. Do you oh, remember yes. that? That was his first one hour in Athens. Oh my gosh! Okay, wow, you must have put the hard sell. Says <laughs> this, this, this hormones, I guess. <laughs> You're like, you will not tell me no. We're moving now. <laughs> it took a year for it to sink in, though. Now tell me, how big of a space did you live in in New York? Because I'm always fascinated by this. How we, many square feet? We actually had a wonderful apartment. It was probably like a thousand square feet, which is huge. It was, sounds pretty big. We, yeah. It's huge for I New mean, York. We got lucky. It was like one of those passed down apartments. I had told Will, I was like, I'm not moving in with you. You know, this was like in February or something. I said, I'm not moving in with you. I'm, I, we can think about it when my lease is about to expire. My lease was expiring like late that fall. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, that's fine. That's fine. And then I went to go see my friend's apartment and they were moving because they had twins and they could not do the twins in that apartment. Oh. And it was the most beautiful apartment I've ever seen. It was just, I mean, 11 foot ceilings, like all original detail. But the best part, it had a washer and dryer. And I was like, <gasps> oh, that is a big deal. Oh my gosh. And so my friend was like, we could probably pass it down to you if you guys want to, you know, take it. And oh so gosh. then I went back to Will's apartment. I was like, so there's this apartment and we can move in in March. And he was kind of taken aback because he said, I thought you weren't ready for that. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, there is a washer and dryer. So we're going to make this happen. So we, I am ready now. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. That's such an adult thing. You know? Yes. There's a washer and dryer included. We're moving now. We are moving in together. Yes. Thank you. So, but then we got kicked out of that apartment because the owner, that makes it sound like we were doing something bad. We were not. The owner sold the building. Okay. And we got, um, we had to relocate. And I think that was also kind of in Will's mind because we had to move to a place we didn't really like. Mm-hmm. And then he started kind of getting ready to move. And we had three rooms. When I say three rooms, I mean we had three literal rooms to live in. And, you know, both Will and I worked from home. And then there was a baby in the mix. And it was just... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's just too much. I'd go to, like, make the bed up, and he'd be like, get out of my office. I'm working. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds terrible. Yeah. And you have a baby. Yes. Yeah, so, and you both work from home. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So it's not pleasant. So did you have, I mean, your own business while you were in New York? Did you start Alexis Stevenson Interior Decoration? Yes. So okay. I started, I started, um, I actually quit my job at William Yard deciding I was going to do this full time. Okay. And then. How many years ago? I started it in 2010, so nine nine years years ago, ago. and then about three months later, I found out I was pregnant with my first child, and I was like, great, well, this will be great, this will be... This is not overwhelming at all. Yes, so... Oh, my God. Yes. But you made it happen. But I made it happen. (laughs) Um, All right, so tell me one thing, this is just so random, but... What would you say is your favorite room in a house to decorate? Your one favorite room? I love doing bedrooms. Okay. I just like making, like, cozy envelopes. I love... I feel like you can do something a little bit different. I mean, I, most people might say the powder room, but I feel like the bedroom is just a place you can just give someone exactly what they want. Because I feel like in living rooms and family rooms, it's just impossible to get exactly what you want because you need so many things. Mm-hmm. But bedrooms, I mean, you can just make this, like, envelope of amazingness. And it's a time, I mean, most people, they're in their bedroom every day yes. and every morning. So and really, there there's just, like, one function to sleep and then to maybe have, like, a little sitting area. So it's really easy for me to give them, like, how it functions. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Have you always had a love for decor? I mean, I know you said you didn't study that at Georgia. But, like, do you look back at your childhood when you were little and, like, did you decorate your room a certain way? Yes, I always... Did you love that? I had always... My mother was always repainting my room because I always wanted different colors. Oh, she didn't. So, she was totally, like... She was totally into it. Like, whatever Alexa wants, I will... I loved... I love beautiful things. I like things to look a certain way. You know, I always have... So, it's also maybe kind of why I wanted to be a magazine editor, because I just feel like I want to tell people the way that things should be done. Uh-huh. All right. And no, this like is that. Just like you told your husband you were moving. Yeah. Yes. It's going to get done. Okay. <laughs> this is the way it is supposed to be, and here is what we're going to do about it. 
So if someone wanted to hire you, uh, here's your like your you know your elevator pitch, elevator pitch. I guess I should have asked you this to be, to begin with. How would you describe your personal style of decorating? Like in a you know in like one or two sentences, if someone was like, well, "What kind of decorator is Alexa?" What would I say? Like, how would you want to be described? Your aesthetic, I guess. Kind of a fresh twist on traditional. I like my interiors to be comfortable and beautiful. You know, anyone can go into a showroom and pick out all these pieces and translate it back into their living room. I don't really like to do that. I do also like it to be personal because, you know, people ask me my style and I definitely have... You have your own style. I have a look. I like a lot of color. I like a lot of pattern. Mm -hmm. But I don't, you know, if we were going to do one of your rooms, I don't want someone to walk in and be like, oh, did Alexa do this? I want someone to be like, oh, this looks so This looks like you. you. Oh, I like that approach. Okay. Like that... I mean, I if someone were to go to your website, they would notice that you do like color. Yes, I, I, I do. I like a lot of color. <laughs> you do, and your Instagram stories. And every time you pop up something like a, a like a fabric, it's always going to be colorful. And I literally won't use brown. Okay, that was one of my next questions. What color will you not use? Brown. I will not use brown. Brown, like you won't buy brown furniture, or just I mean, like brown I know. As like a paint. I love brown furniture. I love antiques. Okay. That is the only time I'll use brown. I will not use. Any fabric, if it has brown in it, I won't even take a memo of it. <laughs> okay, so when I was in kindergarten, were you in this class? We had to do the color parade. Oh, was that Miss Anderson? Miss Anderson's class. Okay, and so I yes, was, we were in kindergarten. I was together. assigned brown, and I still remember this. I and I cried for two days. Wait, what was it called? I it was a color this. parade, color and we were parade. all different colors, and we had to parade around. <gasps> oh my! And gosh. I was brown, and it devastated me. <laughs> Wow, you carried this through childhood <laughs> into your business. You need to work this out with someone, I guess. But yes, I cried for two days because I was the color brown. My gosh, that's hilarious. Because uh, I loved pink and purple, and I just really wanted to be pink or purple. <laughs> Not brown. Not that, brown. That is really sad that she gave you brown. She should have just admitted that. Like, give you black or white, maybe, but yeah. don't give you brown. Oh, sad. What's your favorite color to decorate with? Oh, like, blue. Obviously, blue. It yes. is blue. Okay. Yeah. Like, but there are so many shades of blue. Is it turquoise blue? Is it royal blue? Any shade of blue. Oh, so any I shade. kind of consider, I call blue my neutral. Okay. I like that. <laughs> So, how many houses, how many rooms in your house currently have blue in them? The kitchen does not have blue in it. Probably every single room has blue in it. Some sort of mm-hmm. pop of blue somewhere? Oh, yes. I have blue pillows. Did you notice that in my den? Little bitty tiny blue pillows, and I have a turquoise lamp in my den. Oh, I do I like blue. The blue you, is the best. You know, I have gotten into, I'll have to show you these before we leave. I bought these lamps that are green, like faux alligator looking in my bedroom that it's probably my favorite thing. I'm starting to think emerald green is my new I like, favorite emerald color. Emerald green is a fun color. I love yeah. it. I, I use green a lot, too. Yeah, I like green. Okay, give me a rundown process of what does it look like to take on a new client as a decorator? Like, what kind of steps does someone have to go through? I'm sure they can't just be like, hey, Alexa, I want you to do this. Do you have to interview the client first to see if you're a good fit? Like, how does that work? I always ask to meet with someone first because this is what I tell people when I'm meeting with them. I'm going to know everything about you. I'm going to be in your house all the time. I'm going to be, you know, I go through people's drawers because I need scissors or something, you know, while I'm cutting, you know, opening boxes. Uh And I always just tell potential clients, like, you need to like me and I need to like you. Because if we don't like each other, this is going to be terrible. So you literally say that in a first meeting. Oh, yeah. I mean. I love that. Honesty is the best policy. I just kind of feel like if I don't like the person or if their personality is not something I want to work with and vice versa, if they don't like my personality and some people right. might not, then this is just not when I, right. when we have to talk 15 times a day just to decide on one, you know, the placement of one thing, mm-hmm. if we don't like each other, that's not going to be very pleasant. Right. So I, I tell people that. And I think no one has ever not hired me because they didn't like me. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so, but you know, I usually become pretty close with my clients, which uh-huh. is just kind of fun. But yeah, so but then it depends on the project, and then I usually give people some homework. I have some questions they have to fill out oh, to kind okay. of figure stuff out. A lot of people will just be like, "Oh, you know, just do your thing," and I, I can't. You can't just do your thing because you have to know just, them because it's their Again, time. back to right. like it being personal. And then also someone might forget to mention, I hate yellow. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but it's important to ask a lot of questions because also I think people can't really articulate what they want. Mm-hmm. Or they'll say, I saw this picture and I loved it. But it might just be like one little bit of the picture that they like and everything else they actually hated. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, here's this room based on this photo. And they're like, oh, I hate that. It's disgusting. <laughs> so 
Um, what is, uh, do you take on any size projects? I take on, I, and I'm, yes, not terribly. It has to be at least a room. At least one room. Yes. Okay. All right. Do you do outdoor spaces? I do. Which is interesting because that has been a learning curve for me here because obviously I did not do outdoor spaces in New York City. Oh, yeah. Because there's probably not that many I mean, people I was not have. having the clientele that had outdoor spaces, unfortunately. Right? Yes. Probably having any sort of outdoor space means you're like loaded yes. up there. So since this is a um, small business podcast, and a lot of people that listen there, well, I'm hoping a lot of people that listen, they want to know advice and like tips on how you you start your own business. Um, of course, they've heard like the background of you know how you started yours, but in general, what have you learned from starting your own decorating business? What are two pieces of advice that you would give someone wanting to start their own? business and maybe even relate it back to you know decor maybe there's someone out there that's like you know what I've always had this passion for like interiors I don't know where to start um and the two pieces of advice can even be one like don't do this like what did you learn maybe that you're like ooh, that didn't work out doing this or one piece of advice that did work out because like you said you do work from home you have kids something you touched on was Having a passion for something, and I think that's actually one of the most important things mm-hmm. because a lot of people are like, I just want to work from home, and if it's not something you care about, it's not it's not going to get off the ground. Right. Uh, something that I had just started to do in the past few years um, is hiring people to help me, just having people to help. Okay. And I've always just kind of been like, no, I can do it all myself, I can mm-hmm. do it all myself, and you can't because... There's a lot to do. Right. So I now have two people that work for me, which has been a total game changer. So are they like assistants? Do they answer emails? What do they do? They do all my ordering, scheduling, and then I have someone who does my renderings and will kind of pre-scheme for me, go run air. You know, if I need something, go get that, go drop this off. Okay. Um, are they both in town to where you can actually talk with them? both in town. Okay, that's nice. And that has been really amazing you know, some of the does on my billing, because also billing is just the worst, even oh. though obviously we have to do it. Yeah. Also, I just think it's important to know that it just takes a lot of time to build a business. Mm-hmm. And I think people, it's, it can be very frustrating the first, I mean, not just year, the first few years. Oh, for sure. And you just have to have the patience and keep working, and you're going to be working a, a lot. I know, right? I <laughs> that's, mean, that's also, I don't think people understand, like, how much people who run a small business work. I mean, oh, all we the work t- all the time. And you're on your computer at night after the kids yes. go to bed and stuff. Yes. Tell me, um, because you are, you know, a mom life of two little boys, and you're a working creative, and your husband works from home, but I know that he also travels out of town a lot for his business. How do you make it all work? And I'm not going to use the word balance, because you're never balancing at all, like ever. But how do you make it work? Like, what is what does a typical day in the life of Alexa look like? Let's let's hear about that. I wake up really early. Mm-hmm. My alarm goes off at five seven, and then I run. Oh, so you run? Do you run every morning? Most mornings. Okay. Uh, most mornings, yes. I take Sundays off, and then I run, and then I wake the boys up around or they're either wake them up or they're up 6 30 and then we're kind of out the door by seven so that's kind of nice mm-hmm. and then they're in school all day which is amazing and then my day-to-day I mean it doesn't also for breakfast it's frozen waffles or cereal I do not cook good me neither <laughs> so that no is fresh what, eggs that is one of my main tips is don't cook <laughs> I am so there with you. So much time. I know everybody that can meal plan, and God bless the women that can meal plan. I can't do that. Oh, I tried it once, and I was like, "This is the worst day of my life." I'm never. (laughs) I'm like, I have a lot of gifts. Cooking is not one of them, and I don't. And I don't enjoy it. That's the thing. I don't like it either. So I think that's why we don't. We're not good at it, so that's why we don't do it. It's not and fun, it, and then it's mm-hmm. like, and then they eat it in ten minutes, and I'm like, now it's gonna take me an hour to clean it up, and they're and it, and or they don't eat it, or and they it's don't just eat stressful it. Stressful all over. I agree. So I'm with you. Cereal is fine. Cereal is fine, and my kids had Count Chocula this morning. Yes. Let's be real. And I do a lot of breakfast for dinner because my husband travels a lot, and we have breakfast for dinner probably three or four nights of the week. But I'm like, they're getting some protein. We got some fruit. It's fine. I know if I throw in some carrots or an apple this with is, a terrible dinner, I feel better about. Yeah. 
So this is one of my biggest tips. Don't cook. So let me ask you this. Do you do you find yourself working after the boys get home from school? Like, do you put the TV on because you're having to answer emails or you're having to talk with one of your assistants? I know I struggle with it as a work-from-home yes. mom. When the kids get home, I sometimes am still on my phone or my computer, and my kids will eventually be like, Mom, I do am, this? and it really kind of breaks my heart because then mm-hmm. one of them said, you're always working. But I also have to be on the phone a lot because I'm coordinating so many things, and mm-hmm. it's all these subs who can't get it together, so they'll be like, we're going to be there in five minutes. And I'm like, you were supposed to be here at 9 o'clock this morning, and now I have the boys. And the boys have gone on installs with me. I mean, they've... Oh, you just make it. You, you just know, bring them along. I yeah. Just bring them along. And... Well, and they're so well behaved. I don't... I feel like you couldn't always take two little boys with you to an install for no, a home, And I don't your do, boys like, are so big ones. Mm-hmm. But, um... But occasionally... Okay, I mean, I just have to because... I mean, also, I'm in a service-based business, so if my client needs me... I mean, mm-hmm. and I have boundaries. I'm not going to go over there at 7 o'clock if they're, like, don't like their rug. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, if it's... <laughs> Because they have to sign off on that rug. Yeah. So I don't they want to they ain't, I'm not taking that rug back. No. So, um, But, yeah, I feel really bad about it. It's I just, know. I just think that's just you have to part it, of the though. deal. I mean, I don't know what else to do. And then in some ways, I guess it's like I try to be like, oh, it's so great that they're seeing me work. But mm-hmm. then I'm also sad because I know. they're like, mommy's always working. <laughs> but at least mommy's working doing something she loves. I tell my kids this all the time. I am like, I could be doing a nine to five job yes. away from the home yes. and coming home at five and being able to leave my work behind. But I'd probably be miserable because that's not. Yeah, absolutely. And on know. the flip side, you know, if I want to go eat lunch at the school, I can't because I'm not clocking yes. in and out or I if I want to pick them up early one day, I can't. I, I can. Mm-hmm. The flexibility is nice. It's because, nice. Yeah, because you can do that because you own your business. Yes, which is great. If someone were to ask you where they should splurge in their home, like where they should spend the most money and where it's okay to save money, and maybe this is different per person because yeah, you keep going back to personalization, I get that. But in general, where should someone splurge on their home, in your opinion, and where can they save and it be okay for them to go to like TJ Maxx? Okay, or home goods. so I love to spend money on upholstery. Okay. And I love to spend money on fabrics because that is really going to make your house different and it's going to make it stand out and that's what's going to give it personality. Mm-hmm. So I say spend what you can on your fabrics and okay. people always want to buy cheap sofas and this makes me absolutely insane. Don't look at the one behind <laughs> you from TJ Maxx. Yes, just like the one behind me. <laughs> the modern fake. I don't like, even want to know what's inside of that thing. Um, oh my god! I'm sitting, you know, I'm I'm cringing because we're sitting here at an IKEA desk that I put wallpaper on. I think it, I and put, it's adorable. But I'm like, oh my god, it's from IKEA. I'm sure you don't shop at IKEA. I mean, and when you have to shop at IKEA, there's things you can get at IKEA. I know, right? Okay, so upholstery and fabrics, no cheap sofas. Oh my gosh, um, like the one behind you. All right, um, and, and, the, and window treatments, which goes back to. Which is materials and I mean, girl, and that's curtains what I with. are so expensive. But every time I install them, I'm just like, that was so worth the money. See, that is one thing I don't have in my house that I need that I need and want. I just literally don't know where to start because look at like that window behind you. There's no space on the outside to put a window treatment. Is well, there? You do a Roman shade. Oh, oh! See, I'm going to get some free advice. I'm going to throw in a couple questions while I'm while I'm not on the clock and being billed, and be like, "Okay, so you see in that room?" <laughs> and then I always tell people to save money on rugs, unless because unless you're really okay. unless you're like buying an antique Ushak rug, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the how much do those cost? I mean, twenty thousand dollars. Oh my god! Okay. Which, you know, because you, you, that's the problem. Because people read magazines, like these designers will be like, always start with a rug because that's going to be the focal point of the room. I'm like, well, you're reading El Decor and this person has spent $30,000 on the rug. It's not what you're going to be doing. No, my dog pees on our rug. Yeah, downstairs. so dogs and you have children mm-hmm. and, I mean. Foot traffic and they don't hold up. You know, I like jute and I like sisal and I just like. I do have that downstairs. <laughs> I just like something that looks kind of neutral and then that if you have to throw away in, you know, five years or whatever, you're not going to cry over it. Okay. But you're not going to throw away your sofa Mm because you can always just get your sofa reupholstered. Okay. Yeah, my sofa's struggling downstairs, too, because it's just been spilled on and stuff, and I bought it. It's like a creamy gray. Ugh, there are spots. So I throw, I I put a throw (laughs) over the seat so nobody can see it. (laughs) 
Oh. You can just get it recovered. All right, so rugs. Anything else people can save on? Uh, so I love to find side tables and, you know, that case goods at, like, antique stores. Go to Scott's in Atlanta. So, so you will go to antique stores. Oh, I love stuff. antique stores. Okay. And I love that for side tables, chest, uh, you know, because actually most of the older stuff is made so much better than the stuff that's made now. Like the Ikea stuff? Like the Ikea, like this desk. Well, that I mean, I mean, it's apart it's right been now. around for like five years, girl. It's <laughs> so. still going strong. <laughs> um, you know, I just love that, and I love anything that kind of has a patina to it, too, so it just kind of adds to Ooh, the... What did you just say? A patina? What does that mean? <laughs> You and your husband have the biggest vocabulary. Her husband is a writer, and every time he's over here and he tries to explain a like a basic story to me about something, he always throws in one word. I'm like, Will, what does that definition, mean? Please, it doesn't. What does patina mean? It's just the way it looks. Like something that's aged will have like a nice patina because it's oh. been weathered or it's been okay transported from 400 different countries or something. I don't know. Um, oh, and lamps. You need to spend money on lamps. Ooh, okay, well, that one's cheap. But the one downstairs I was telling you about, the turquoise okay. one, it's expensive. Okay, I For me, it's well, expensive. Okay, that's good. That's like, and lamps are one of those things that are really hard for me to say, here's this lamp, please spend $700 on it. Because they look at the picture and they're like, it's just a lamp. But mm-hmm. then they get the lamp and they're like, that is the best looking lamp I've ever seen in my life. So, for example, I just had a client who I said, we need to get two of these lamps. Uh-huh. And she was like, I just think we just need one. You know, she's just like, let's just get one. And wasn't even on board with one. And then she got the one and she put it in her dining room and she was, I got a text immediately. It was like, I need another one of these lamps. And you're, you want, that's your, it's I like, told you so much. I know. Mm-hmm. I told, well, I have a lot of those. <laughs> but you can't say that out loud, but you're like, no. Okay. But lamps are like jewelry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Lamps are like jewelry. Okay. Um, what's the most expensive thing you've ever installed in a home? You don't have to tell me whose home. Just what was the most expensive thing you've ever installed? I've done a, um, a light fixture that costs about $12,000. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. But that's fun. You're like, it was worth it. Let me ask you this. Because we're talking about Instagram and everything, and I do love to follow decorators on Instagram just for inspo and to be like, oh, I could never afford that or do that, but that sure is pretty. Um, name some of your favorite decorators to follow on Instagram. Some people want some other. Of course, they need to follow you. What's your Instagram handle? It's just Alexa Stevenson. It's Alexa Stevenson. Okay. Uh, what are some of your favorite decorators to follow on Instagram? Well, I love Tilton Fenwick. Okay. I love... Tilt and Fenwick. Tilton Fenwick. Tilton. Okay. Is that a person or a brand? It's a. It's two women. Okay. Yes. Um, I love Bunny Williams. She's one of my favorites. Bunny, like B-U-N-N-Y Williams? Mm-hmm, like, okay. Like the animal. Why Why Bunny Williams? She's just a genius. I mean, she's just an icon. But she, I just love her. Every, everything she does, and she's Southern, and she's just, but she lives in New York. She's just the best. Okay, all right. I just love, everything she touches is just beautiful. You know, someone I like to follow is Classy Clutter, the two women that are friends. I don't know Classy Clutter. Classy Clutter is more, it's also like, like tactical ways to, declutter your house but to make it look pretty like how to make your pantry look pretty i don't ever follow any of their tips but i do love to read them and be like maybe one day i'll do that but they use a lot of color they use a lot of color yeah they're friends um yeah at classy clutter i think that they're great because i do find a lot of you know ideas from them and i follow probably i mean i follow so many designers there's so many great ones toll geller is a great one to follow because they do they do like a transformation tuesday and it's always their before and afters, and they're just always spectacular. Ooh, I love a before and but after. But these are, like, really good ones. Ooh, okay. How do you spell that? Toll Geller? I have to look it up. Okay. Toll Geller. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, Transformation Tuesday. And I'll I'll link your, um, your Instagram suggestions on the show notes of this podcast if people want to go check those people out, too. Okay. Um, biggest pet peeve when you walk into a house? What's the first thing you notice besides cheap sofas? <laughs> besides this, these cheap sofas. Uh, What's your biggest pet peeve? Rugs that are too small. That drives me absolutely insane. See, and that's something I don't ever know. Like, d- dimensions and, like, spatial planning, that totally. That's why you're a professional because 
I just, I don't even get it. I don't even get it. So, rugs that are too small. Rugs that are too small just really drives me insane. Okay. What's your opinion on fake flowers in a home? Uh, Negative. Oh, see, my other friend that doesn't hear, she said the same thing. She always gets on to me when she sees my fake flowers. Yeah, it's bad. I'm like, but I can't keep them alive. I I can't keep them alive either, so I just don't have any. Okay. All right. I need to, I need to take down my fake flowers. Now let's get into, because we're about to finish this up. How would you describe your personal style? Do you think I it mean, reflects probably like probably the same as my interior? Yeah, so I like color. I mean, you have on turquoise earrings and a mustard yellow shirt, which mustard yellow is, is kind of my new favorite. Is this mustard yellow? It's a little brighter than mustard yellow. I don't think this is mustard yellow. <laughs> <I don't think laughs> so. uh-uh. But it is a pretty yellow. It's a bit. It's not canary yellow. I'm very offended. I would never wear a mustard yellow. <laughs> uh oh. I'm just like the girl that didn't know what chintz was right now. <laughs> I would say it's more of a. How would you describe your yellow? <laughs> Not mustard. <laughs> what? It's kind of... Oh, it's also got some stains on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, come on, it's your decorator. What is deep, that yellow? A, a deep yellow. Okay. But it's not... It doesn't... It doesn't it have doesn't a hint have... of mustard? <laughs> <laughs> not a hint? Okay. All right. Well, anyway, and you have on a green ring. Yes. And blue shoes. And I blue mean, shoes. you are full of color right now. And, uh, you know, everything in my closet is blue or yellow or gray everything's kind of the same color so mm-hmm. even if it doesn't match it still kind of matches you don't own any so brown I can, shirts i don't own any brown shirts i have one black top that i wear for game days uh-huh i've seen it yes it's a black tank top, it's a black tank top. <laughs> i remember it <laughs> but my one black thing well i had to go to that funeral the other week and i was like i don't own anything black oh gosh and so, all right. Well, black is a good staple to have, though. But I guess it doesn't really translate into interiors. You don't need like one good black sofa, even though my sofa is cheap <laughs> and black. Okay. Um, all right. So, in at the end of every podcast, there's two things I do. One is called this or that, where I'm going to give you two things, and it's like a, a it's like a quick flash answer. Okay. Like, don't think too hard about it. Very and you pick you pick which one. I'm going to give you an example, like if I were to say, you know, cheap sofa, expensive sofa, you would say expensive sofa. Got it. Get it? Okay. So just, you know, stream of okay. conscious. And then we will dive into your, um, you know, the beauty part of it, because I am a beauty blogger yes. and a makeup artist. So I did ask Alexa to bring her top three favorite products, either beauty or skincare that she relies on every day. So we're going to do this or that first. So um, you ready? There's 10 of them. Here we go. Platter Paisley. These are such hard questions. Girl, first plaid. First thing that comes to your mind. Blue or yellow? Blue. Hardwoods or rugs? Rugs. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. New York City or Athens, Georgia? Athens. (laughs) Coffee or wine? Wine. Run or walk? Run. (laughs) For vacations, beach or mountains? Beach. Dresses or jeans? Dresses. Late to bed or early to rise? Oh, early to rise. Oh, see. Mm-hmm. And I even did these before we even talked mm-hmm. about all these things. Look at that. Okay. So now let's go on to, um, we're going to talk about Alexa's pretty powerful products of the day, and then I will talk about mine. I forgot to bring it up here, but I can talk about it. Um, all right. What did you bring okay, for us I, today? I brought my stuff. So my favorite thing, so exciting, is my sunscreen, Elta. I wear sunscreen every day, even in the winter, and I apply it like five times a day because I'm an insane person. So she said Elta, E-L-T-A, not Ulta. because Not Ulta, okay, Elta. Elta sunscreen. And what is, the, how like high is the SPF? SPF 50. It's got the transparent zinc oxide because if you're not using zinc oxide, you're not, you're not protecting your skin enough. You're not living your best life. <laughs> you're not living your best life. Yeah, I have known this about you for a while. Yes. You're very so um and there will be a picture of Alexa up also we'll take for Instagram. She is fair skinned, blonde, blue eyed, and you are very good about taking care of your skin. I love some sunscreen. Okay, so this isn't actually my favorite, but I'm I just ordered my other stuff. I just love that you just said I love some sunscreen. I love, like I would say I love, I love some, some mascara. Sunscreen. You just said I love some sunscreen. Well when you asked me to bring products, I was like, this is gonna be really boring for everybody. <laughs> no, I think it's a great lesson. Everyone should love sunscreen. So I also like peels. Okay. So I usually use um, the Gigi Dermatology 10% glycolic peels. Okay. Those are amazing, 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 and I'm out of them. So I had to order something from Amazon. Okay. But I also like, it's you know, this is one of those like Korean. Oh, yeah, Korean? K-Beauty. Yeah, K-Beauty. This is so the Bio Peel. Okay. I just think you should always be doing some sort of peel on your mm-hmm. skin every other night. Girl, that is one of my... We're about to get into that. Okay. So are those pads? Yes. 
So you just wipe it on your face. Just wipe it. You know, pre-soaked makes it easier. I love glycolic. You know, one thing that I went and bought after talking to you, and this is probably like right when you moved here, I was telling Alexa how pretty her skin was, and I remember you told me that you were using turmeric, and so I went like literally and bought a turmeric mask because of you. Do you remember that? I I don't know if you remember remember what turmeric product, but it was something you used, and I didn't buy the same one, but I was like, I want to look like Alexa with her skin, so I went and bought a turmeric mask. That's the the sunscreen, Jennifer. Oh, it's the sunscreen. Okay. Not the turmeric. It is my sunscreen. Daily applications five times a day. (laughs) Do you make Will wear sunscreen? No, he won't. What? No. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy because it's like your thing. I know. And also make sure you do your hands, the back of your hands. You know what? I should know that and I never think of that because your hands will show your age and your hands look beautifully young. Sunscreen. Oh my gosh. Okay. There, there's y'all's beauty like tip of the day. Not from me, but from Alexa. Put your sunscreen on the back of your hands. I love that. Okay, I'm right. really proud of the third one okay. that I brought because I didn't know what else to bring because I really just wear sunscreen. And then I remembered that I wear this every day, and that I learned this from you. <gasps> oh my gosh, I love that. So yes. it's the L'Oreal Infallible Foundation, and Jennifer, you wrote about it. I did. I love the Pro Glow mm-hmm. and. I used it and it stayed on my face all day and it was amazing and I still use it. Does it have SPF? This has SPF, but you can't you can't use your foundation <laughs> for SPF. I know, I know, but I just wanted to be like, oh, it includes so, a little, right? A lot of people think my job is super glamorous, but I'm actually mostly like lifting boxes and moving furniture and running from construction site to construction site and. I love this stuff, thanks to you, because you wrote about it, and it actually stayed on my face all day. I know. That's the infallible That's the infallible part of it, it, I guess. So it it, it does as promised. And I do like the glow aspect, because they have a matte. L'Oreal has a matte version of this one. Yes, I like this one. I like the glow version. It does look very dewy, and that probably helps in conjunction with your SPF (laughs) that um, that you do. You do wear lip gloss. I wear lip gloss. I mean, I wear makeup. I just... But most of the time you are. Like you said, you're cutting open boxes and throwing out rugs and moving furniture. Yes. Maybe that's why you run. You need... I mean, you need some endurance for what you do. You do. I never even think about that with interior decorators. You think that you just stand around and point. But that is not the truth. I mean, and I do do that a lot. But I also have to, I mean, move a lot of boxes. And you take clients... This is something we didn't talk about. You don't just take local clients. No, I have clients all over. So I have some. I still have some in New York. I have some in Columbus, and then I've mm-hmm. done in Savannah, and then I have some in Atlanta. But I've, I've worked with people in California before. So you so. will travel. You will travel for work. I will. Tra- if you will pay for it, I will travel. That's what I tell people. <laughs> if you want me to do your makeup and you live in Wisconsin, I'll go. Yes, but you're going to pay a travel fee. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I hear you. And and as long as you like each other. Yeah, as long as you like me. Well, you know what? That's why I do trial runs with brides because I'm like, you really need to do that because you need to make sure that I'm a good fit for you and yes. I can give you what you want. Yes, so it's, it's I the mean, same idea. It's the same, you know. And it's not like it's not a weird thing to it's, say. It's, it's but, not a weird yeah. thing to say. I yeah. mean, especially with the interior design projects, they can last for years. I mean, I've been doing one house for four years. What? So, which is totally normal, because people also think, like, oh, I can't afford to do my own house. And I'm like, well, let's just go room by room. So, that's a great tip. Yeah, because I always feel intimidated by that. Yes. I've never, I've never hired an interior decorator, ever. Well, now but it's because can, because I'm always like I can't afford it. But that's a that's a great. So that's what think. I just tell and I tell people room. if they have a certain budget, I'm like let's put it all in one or two rooms, and then you have one or two beautiful rooms instead of a house that's just half done. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Will you only go room like you want to complete an entire room? Like, can you can someone hire you and be like, okay, um, I just want you to tell me what say a den in a bedroom. I just want you to tell me what couch I need to make it look better. But in my bedroom, I also want some lamps. I mean, I'll do that. You it will? depends okay. on how big the other project is. <laughs> depends on what kind of sofa they want to buy. <laughs> Are there retailers you won't go in? Well, I don't like big box retailers. Okay. But I will. I, I mean, and I do buy from them. And every time I do, there is a problem. Okay. And then, because, you know, people will be like, well, I can buy that this from Crate and Barrel and it'll be here in two days. And I'm like, no, it won't be. And then they'll order it, and it won't be there in two days, and then it'll come in broken, or it'll come in, you know, uh-huh. just... And there's your other, I told you so much. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so my pretty powerful product of the day is, and I put this on my Instagram, 
um, actually last night, it did not do so well. We didn't even really get into social media. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to come back with this because I did want to talk to you about how you market things. But I put something on Instagram last night, didn't get a whole lot of likes. But I am obsessed with it now, and it is the Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Pads. I saw those, and they yes, are a peel they're pad. They're peels. The same idea. Yes. Yes. They um. And so they have five acids include, included in them, and everyone knows that acids make skin happier. Um, I'm going to start using it every other night. So they are these individual packets. I've seen those. Yes, they are. The first time I used it, I was literally, like, blown away. I was like, oh, my God, my skin is glowing so much. And I used it at night. It's a two-pack, so it's two different pads. I don't know what is soaked in each one. It just tells you what to do. So you wash your face, then you use the first pad, and it kind of stings a little, which I love because if it's not stinging, uh, it's not me working. Too. I like that too. To me, it's not working. Um, but I have really tough skin. So the first pad, you rub it all over and it tingles a little, maybe burns in certain spots. I don't know why. But then you let that sit for two minutes. Then you put the second pad all over. I think it's like a neutralizer, maybe, because it doesn't sting anymore after you put the second pad on. But seriously, those five acids, and I don't have it written down, but I think it's like glycolic, salicylic. I love some glycolic. <laughs> yeah, glycolic, salicylic, citric, lactic acid. And the fifth one was malic, I think. Malic I, acid. I've I don't actually need, heard people talk about those before. Yeah, well, they get, amazing, yeah, they get amazing five-star reviews, which I always look at reviews online. And so they get great reviews on Amazon, on Sephora. Um, and it was a game changer. I bought the little tiny pack. It was like $17 for five, but... I think I'm going to go back. But the 30 pack is like $88. But if you use it every other night and it makes your skin look like that, it's totally worth, worth it. it. Yeah. I mean, yes. yeah. You're, well, I tell everyone your face is the first thing people see when they then, meet and you. And then you have to use extra sunscreen if you're doing peels. You know what? On one of my next episodes, I need to bust out a, um, an SPF product. <laughs> yes, maybe. Yes. <laughs> because you are, um, yeah, your skin looks amazing. So I think that, I think you're right. I think it has something to do with it. All right. So Alexa, tell everybody where they can find you online, your website. My website is just alexastevensonid.com, like interior design, alexastevenson interior decoration. Okay. And then um, just on Instagram is my name, just Alexa Stevenson. I don't really do much on Facebook or anything. I'm just, just, I'm an Instagram girl. But you said you do have a Pinterest account, though. I do have a Pinterest account. Okay. But don't look for me on Pinterest. So really, you just want people to follow you on <laughs> your website follow, your Just Instagram. follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and I do like your stories, because you will put up little quick posts of projects you're working on. Yes. And it usually is like... Yes. You use, one thing we didn't talk about, you use a lot of wallpaper. I was going to say, I put up some a great wallpaper story yesterday. Oh, did you? Oh, it was amazing. And I had the ceiling lacquered blue, too. It lacquered, was, so that means like really shiny. Real shiny, oh. yes. Um, yes, I love wallpaper. I, I think that you need to put up more pictures on Instagram of your work. Well, you know, I have to do it once it's complete, though, and then... Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense if you do it piece by piece. Yes. Oh, so okay. I just like to do the sneak peeks on the story. Yes. Oh, it's, yeah, that is a good... Mm-hmm. You do sneak peeks very well. Okay, well, good. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. I feel like me. I have some work to do in my own home, but you know, it's no. Your home looks fabulous, thank and you. it looks like you. Well, and the good thing is I put Alexa's back to my um, cheap big box <laughs> couch, so she didn't have to look at it. <laughs> All right, girl. Thanks for coming on, and um, we'll get together again soon. Yes. Okay. Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed listening to Alexa's story as much as I did. She was a blast and just so funny. Be sure to go give her a follow on Instagram at Alexa Stevenson and keep watching for her stories and highlights where she shares her latest design projects and home inspo. Now, let me know your favorite part of this episode over on my own Instagram, which is at Jenny Sue Makeup. And I'll send a couple of you one of my new branded Jenny Sue Makeup compact mirrors that you can throw in your purse, which will help make sure you never have lipstick on your teeth again. And if you enjoyed this episode and found any value in it, please leave me a review on iTunes. It just takes a couple of seconds. And I'll see you next time.